This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm back. Let's talk about real estate. The story we're all hearing is all about the housing crash, the bubble, the interest rates, inventory, demand, all of that. Let's talk about that. But first, let's talk about interest rates. That is the culprit for watching the market slow down a little bit and somewhat making it hopefully less competitive for some buyers in some areas. Now, don't get it wrong because I'm about to show you one great article, well, actually two or three ones, that show you exactly what's happening as far as demand and inventory so we can really get an actual picture of what inventory looks like so that you can really see the challenges that we're facing in the housing market. It's not just about interest rates. It's not just about the housing market having a bubble or anything like that. Let's dig into this because I've got one for you right here. It's called How Fast Your Local Housing Market is Cooling Amid the Great Deceleration. It's sold by two interactive charts. I've got one of those charts for you. The other one we're not going to go into, and I did put the link inside of the YouTube channel if you're following there. Let's go over to the highlighted area. Like I said, interest rates are the culprit here for the slowdown. And this is by Logan Motashami. He says, for me, for me, the best part of the housing story in 2022 is the rise of inventory, as this will put more, more or put home sellers and builders in check. And hold on just a second, because we've seen what happened with home builders just over the last month with the report that came out just a few couple of weeks ago, I think it was, where all of a sudden all of the new construction, their inventory shot up to a nine-month average where typically it's six months, right? We went over that. Now, let's go into what else he says. He says, they had too much pricing power and they pushed prices way too high, says Logan. He's the lead analyst at Housing Wire. But as we dig into this, he says, but buyers shouldn't get too excited. Why not? Well, while inventory levels are rising fast percentage-wise, they're still far below pre-bent because <laughs> I think I might need some coffee there. Pre-pandemic levels. Look no further than Coeur d'Alene, and I'll show you there, but which saw inventory spike 54% between late March and early May. That's just, what, two months. Right? That's that's the, the culprit, the, the interest rate culprit. As it went from 242 to 373 in active listings. However, here's the key says that's still 62% below the 980 listings it had the first week of May 2019. Now, simply put, he says, even if the great deceleration, that's that's Fortune Magazine's term of what's happening, the great deceleration picks up steam, it will take time before we're back to the pre-pandemic housing market. And look, you're seeing this happening all over the nation. And Remember, real estate is, is very regional. So what could be happening one place isn't happening in other places. And the very the important thing to see is here with new construction, you're seeing that happen. So I'm out in LA, I'm in real estate. 
real estate investor, real estate agent, and we're watching what's happening here, there in the area that we're in, there aren't a lot of new construction. So if we look more northeastern of the United States, there's a lot happening in other parts of the U.S. And knowing that you have a nine-month supply of new construction, yeah, it's going to hurt the market in those areas a lot more than where there is almost none. This is why it's regional. And when you have, and I'm going to show you a stat here by Altos Research as well, where even though inventory is rising, it's still significantly, I mean, significantly low. This is why I love this article. And it's important for us to dig into this type of stuff so that we, we're not fooled by people telling you there's a housing crash where they make up stuff out of nowhere. So let's get some facts right here. It says the housing market is still savagely unhealthy because total inventory levels in America, Motoshami says, in order for us to return to normal, his economic models show we need to see national inventory rise to a range between 1.52 million to 1.93 million units. And NAR, National Association of Realtors, their latest reading has us at about 1.03 million. So we're still very, very low. And as we dig deeper into this, he says, look, if interest rates, and I'm going to stop sharing really quick, but if interest rates for any reason go back down, right, let's say we go through this year at the end of the year, the Fed's like, we got a hold of inflation. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but let's say something like that happens. And interest rates now start dropping down and then mortgage rates possibly start dropping down then we could have an inventory challenge as well and that's what uh, this article was talking about now i want to show you the graph of uh, the map the interactive map that they had which i love it says if you scroll in here how much inventory levels have shifted over the past three years and you can see change between may 2019 to may just a few weeks ago right we just turned into june to May 2022. Now I'm gonna zoom in here, and you know I'm in Los Angeles, so I'm gonna zoom into Los Angeles. You can see that we're still significantly low in inventory, 60, negative 61%. I mean, you go anywhere in the whole freaking nation, and it's negative, negative 71, negative 55, Salt Lake City, negative 70, even Boise, Idaho. 59, right? But look, there's Idaho Falls, negative 30. There's a little area, blue, Odessa. That looks positive. Right? This is the stuff that I'm talking about because now as you go into, let's say, Altos Research and the available inventory. Now, this is single family homes that are active, not new construction. This is single family. You can see here, this is as of last week. So this is extremely relevant. You can see the uptick here. I'm just going to zoom in here. The uptick going up, and it's remember, it's summer markets. Everyone puts their home on the market right now that's thinking of selling. But it's going up a little bit, 375,000. Let's just round it, 376,000. That's what we're looking at as active inventory. I'm going to zoom out to show you. Look at where we're at. Do you see, do you see the average? This is 2015 on the left at the bottom. 2016, 17, 18 as a group. And look, it slowly started falling even before the pandemic. So we have a while to go when it comes to actual inventory. And that's the story that nobody's telling you because nobody's showing it to you. We dig into now what's actually happening. This is a great article by Redfin. So housing market update, home buyers regain some control as supply grows. 
and demand pulls back. Now this is actually happening. It's a little slower, like I said, but here are the leading indicators that you have to watch out for. I'm going to highlight them as I read them for you. Fewer people search for homes for sale on Google. In fact, it was down 10% from earlier, uh, from a year earlier, right? That's low, 10%. That's a lot of people. That's a lot less people. Seasonally adjusted Redfin Home Buyer Demand Index, a measure request for home tours and other home buying services from Redfin agents, was down 9% year over year during the week ending May 29th. That's just about a week ago. So this was the seventh consecutive decline in the index. So we are seeing the interest rates because they went up, definitely hit the demand, right? So touring activity from the first week of January through May 29th was 27% points behind the same period in 2021, according to Home Tour, and that's showing time, uh, Zilla-owned company, but Home Tour Technology showing time. Touring activity was lower than the first week of January for the first time this year. And of course, because the rates, this is the culprit, the rates were up. Mortgage purchase applications were down 14% from earlier this year. And we'll start seeing the new stats for mortgage applications come up in the next couple of weeks or so. So that'll also determine it. Now for the week ending June 2nd, 30-year mortgage rates decreased slightly. Look at that. They decreased slightly to 5.09. So for those of you thinking that the rates are going to continue to rise as the Fed meets, no, you're incorrect. The number's already been baked in as long as the Fed doesn't surprise people and say, surprise, we're actually going to raise the rate this time instead of half of a percentage point, 0.75, right? That hasn't been baked in. So rates, if everything remains well with the Fed and we do gain some type of hold over inflation over the next eight months or so, rates aren't going to go up very much. They'll still remain in the fives. And you can watch all the data we go into in the previous videos. Look, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe here. If you're watching on LinkedIn, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. If you have any questions, please bring them all in. Any comments, any opinions. I love opinions because everybody's got one. So put them on. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.